Howdy folks, welcome back to Police Sportsman Show. Today, I got an episode that's a little bit special for you guys. It is, you know, celebrating one year of Wiley Sportsman Show. Let me say something a couple times. <laughs> I'm going to say it a couple times because that means a lot. Thank you to all the listeners who helped me out throughout this whole year. I'm going to say this number probably all five or six times. 1,515 times. Someone clicked on Welly's Sportsman Show and decided to give it a listen. And for that, I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, I wish I could see how many individual people helped contribute to that. <laughs> I wish I could see a profile and, and see who is my biggest supporter. But I can't. So <laughs> we leave that up to the imagination. But, you know, when I started this thing just over a little over a year ago, a year and probably four days, I didn't know where to go. I just sat down and I'm like, I love this i want to create more content beyond my instagram and i thought hey i might be able to make this work i might be able to have fun with it and i did i've been having a lot of fun with it uh it's, it's definitely it's definitely been one of my best decisions of the last couple of years like long term um but let me say that again 1515 nuts i i didn't have any goals when i started this podcast i didn't nothing i didn't have any idea of where I'd be today and so far you know a little over 1500 people or times people have listened to me that's nuts to me I was not expecting that I was expecting you know maybe a couple hundred if I was expecting anything at all I didn't know that you know that that would have been big numbers when I first initially thought I didn't have any goals nothing like that and if I if I would have had goals I'm sure you guys would have crushed them just you guys are always there helping me grow and supporting me, you know, listening, liking it, continue to listen, tell friends, Instagram, and I, I appreciate that about you guys. So I'm going to, you know, let you know. This, so this next part of my episode, I like to break down the top list of all the episodes. So without further ado, let's look at my top episodes. Number one, my very top episode. I believe what number was it? 19. 19 musky fishing with Nick Hang and Xavier Grief. 100 listens. That's nuts. And that was an awesome episode. If you guys haven't listened, go listen to it. That was such a fun episode. Uh, my first time really talking with the guys. And we just kind of sat back and had a great time talking with each other. And I learned a bunch because, you know, that's something I never really ever saw that's not something i ever grew up with so uh learning from those guys that was a ton of fun uh we we had a lot of fun on that podcast probably one of my better ones uh i'd say so i guess rightfully so that it is so highly ranked coming in number two we have spearing for northerns in central minnesota with my brother austin this is my first real podcast number one my first real podcast, and it had 92 listens. I am honestly kind of scared to, to think how many people listened and then just didn't listen again because that episode was terrible. I That content was great. Me talking and, like, delivering everything, terrible. You could tell I was so nervous. It was. It's funny. Um, if you guys go back and listen to that, it is kind of humorous. At least I think so. You know, looking back now, I can I can enjoy it. <laughs> that was a 
That was a great episode. I should redo that one just so you guys can hear hear my best. <laughs> um, coming in at number eleven, or not number three, but number eleven, Freddie King. Freddie King was a dog trainer uh, from down in Arkansas, I believe, and he is an awesome dude. Uh, he has his own platform called the Retriever Trainer. Super cool dude. You uh, PM him on Facebook, and he'll get back to you with as soon as he can about any dog training question. Just an awesome guy. But that one had 78 listens. So we got the top three out of the way. Well, not out of the way. I love these episodes. Just talking to you guys about them, you know. Uh, but Freddie King, that was an awesome episode. I, I would love to redo that one. But let's talk about where and what I was doing around certain times of the year. Uh, we could talk about my year in review, I guess you could say. Um, so, you know, we have the ice fishing. We have layering. Just some more ice fishing. Then we get into that awkward time where we have that, uh, you know, the ice is too thin to go out, but it's like still too much to try to bust through with the boat kind of thing, <laughs> you know. Um, and that's kind of around the turkey uh, turkey hunting uh, area of the world pretty much. So we have some turkey hunting content. You know, to be honest with you, this might be bad to say, but I don't remember if I shot one or not. And I want to say I did because... Yeah, I, I want to say I did, but it, I think it was a Jake. Um, you know, at this point, I've been tur turkey hunting since I've been six years old, and uh, it's a grind. I, I've spent a lot of hours out there, I remember, and uh, I think I, I shot a Jake, but it, it makes me kind of mad that I don't remember. Either I shot a Jake or I got nothing, which is <laughs> leaves leaves more to be imagined. Oh, maybe thinking back now, I don't think I got anything. I think I tried until the very last day. And that for you, that's a 40-day season. And I did not get one. Uh, I've been hunting the same property since I've been six years old. It's been awesome in the past. Uh, I, I, there's hardly any sign this year. It was terrible. Hopefully we get a good hatch. Uh, hopefully this cold goes away and we get a good solid hatch and all those young ones don't die. That's just kind of my goal for that. I just hope they don't die. We need mortar birds. Then we come to, you know, more more turkey hunting, more turkey hunting. Then we have Shroomin. Shroomin with Tommy Frank. That was an awesome episode. I had a little bit of audio uh, glitch there. It didn't really work out as well as I thought it would, but it's totally listenable. But yeah, that was an awesome episode with Tommy. Uh, Tommy's a friend of mine from high school, and he does a ton of Shroomin. Uh, for Chicken in the Woods and Morales, all that stuff, I believe. And then we have the importance of selective harvesting, and that was an awesome episode that I think is underhyped, to be honest with you. In that one, I picked apart different studies and research done on uh, conservation efforts for bluegills. And, you know, I call them sunfish, some people call them bluegills, so I'll refer to them as their official name. But, uh, yeah, I pretty much talked about the danger of keeping those big bulls and especially fishing for them on their bed. Those are two very strong opinions I hold. Um, you know, letting the big ones go, pass on the genetics, and uh, not targeting them when they're most susceptible. And then after that, we have musky fishing. So we must have been, yep, we were right around June. Because uh, June 5th, I believe, musky opened up. So I was getting ready. And I'm like, hey, let's get this episode out beforehand, before musky opener. So that was pretty fun. And then we have finding tournament success, uh, going to state. 
that was uh, when I fished the 2020 season of the BASS High School Series uh, here in the Greater West region. They call that uh, the Greater West Conference. That was pretty fun. Um, it was one tournament to get into the state, so, though, so I guess it wasn't too hard. But uh, that was a really fun tournament. Uh, I rolled up to a lake I had never been to, and we got a top, I want to say we got top five. But I definitely could have been number six. I want to say it was five, though. I'm sure I have pictures of the trophies uh, that would tell me that. And then we have Aaron from Wu Tungsten. That was an awesome episode out. That was, was that, late late June? So at that time, I was probably really fishing, uh, focusing on, you know, bass and bass fishing. <laughs> you know it. Uh, after that, we got the, the episode with Ryan. That was a great episode. Really long, like just under two hours long. But uh, it's called Your Resource for Getting Started Bass Fishing. And we kind of rambled on, so I might have to redo that one because we did a lot of unnecessary explaining and talking, and I'm sure we overcomplicated it, like, way too much. So we might have to redo that one in the upcoming year. Then we have Fishing the Spook, which is an awesome topwater bait, and that was more more bass-focused. And then we have Adam from Relevant. I love that guy. He's great. Um he was really fun to have on and talk to, and we could talk about sunglasses, his products, and then like him himself personally. Really cool guy, uh, awesome company. You know, as you guys know, this episode is brought to you by Relevant. You know, they make they have the best science-based solutions for the outdoor enthusiast, hands down, hands down. Uh, I've been so honored to be working with them for the last was that six months, maybe a little less. Awesome company, awesome guys. Beyond happy to be working with them. They're they're awesome. And then we have drop shotting with Theo. Theo Edaburn. Uh I'd say that would be right around was that oh the, my goodness, that was August already. That was when we went to the uh we went to it wasn't state, it was a state SATT uh team tournament, so it was with all the teams. Because I'm like, I didn't make TOC for SATT. <laughs> That's a lot of acronyms. So the TOC is Tournament of Champions, and then the SATT is a tournament trail I do. It's a student angler tournament trail. Uh, really big throughout the state. It's, like, huge. Like, they have lakes where they have 150 boats permits, you know, slots they can give out. So 150 boats in there fill up in six minutes. Nuts. Absolutely crazy. But, uh, you know, I'm not a really big fan of that tournament trail just because it's so big. It, it really struggles to be competitive because you can pull a horseshoe out of your butt and win it. Um, you know, one winning one of those tournaments would, would be awesome. But just the amount of, you know, people uh, people getting spots from guides and people uh, who have dads who can take off like weeks weeks beforehand, pre-fish a crap out of the water. Um, just... There's so much to it I wish I could explain to you guys who don't fish tournaments that I probably couldn't. It's just it's not a whole lot of fun. Like, I really like the smaller uh, bass series. I, I refer to them as BASS, so they don't get mixed up with, like, the species and the tournament. Um, but I really enjoy those tournaments because they're usually right around 30 to 40 boats. And it's a lot more competitive that way. I uh, I have a lot of, like, you know, top 10 finishes for sure in those tournaments. Like, I think my worst one, well, I don't remember what my worst one was, maybe 15 or something like that. I don't remember, uh, to be honest with you, but yeah, this drop shotting with uh, Theo, that was right around the time we went to that SATT uh, team tournament. 
and that was uh that was on Weech. And that was that was an awesome tournament. You guys gotta listen to that because we had the craziest thing happen. Uh, those are some good memories. We got on the huge school of uh of pretty big smallies with however much time to go. What was it? Like twenty minutes ago, and then we ended up catching our limit. So not our like our limb weighted limit. Uh, so we filled out the rest of our our bag pretty much with just that one spot. That was cool. I remember that. That was fun. And then we had musky fishing, uh, fall musky fishing with Nick Hang. And I at this time, I had gone musky fishing for the first time, and I was absolutely hooked. That was a ton of fun. Uh, musky fishing is great, and I would suggest don't go if you don't want to spend a lot of money afterwards because on the way back from just fishing with him one time <laughs> i was already looking up rods and i was like okay you know what do i need <laughs> and uh i think that's gonna be a lot i'm hoping to do it a lot in the upcoming uh upcoming year just get after it catch more muskies and uh enjoy it because it's it's a lot of fun it's a it's a grind but I, hey man those those fish are awesome there's something about them that's very special it's very weird. <laughs> they do something. Next up, we come to the part where we have, you know, September. We're in September. So we have, you know, the trap shooting episode with uh, Rob. And then we have fishing the high school, the BASS high school state tournament with Ryan, uh, Ryan Musich. He, uh, me and him. So I went to the BASS high school state tournament two years, technically in a row, two seasons. But one for the 2020 season, as I talked about earlier. And then this one was actually for the 2021 uh, season. So this is pretty sweet. And uh, what can I say about that one? That was on Gaul. We didn't do too crazy good. I forgot how we placed. Uh, we had a really good first day. And then the second day, the wind switched. I believe it was sunny when it was cloudy the day before. And it completely threw us off a of rhythm. But we made, I want to say we were high. Out of 100 boats, we were... Oh, what were we? I thought I want to say either thirty or sixteen, and that's a lot of room for variance. But we're right on that sixteen mark or thirty-ish. I want to say <clears throat> that was a fun tournament. Uh, second day did not go as planned, but Ryan landed a monster. I want to say that was a four and a half pounder. I want to say four and a half plus. It was a nice fish, uh, especially during tournament. It was very cool to have, but. Uh, that was uh, one of the only fish we caught all day that we could weigh in, so it was tough. Um, you know, this tournament's going to be a grind, especially since, you know, <laughs> we didn't pre-fish for that one either. I don't pre-fish for tournaments that often, and it's super helpful when you do. Like, I wish I would more. Then we have, uh, coming up, we have the goose hunting, <clears throat> and then we have fall opportunities, that whole series. That was a lot of fun. In that fall series, I had pheasant hunting with Joe Schulte, uh, goose hunting with Ray Welly. I'm not related to him, by the way. <laughs> uh, Fall Bass with John Cruz. That was an awesome episode. I think, I don't want to know he has 23 listens. What the heck? That thing should have, like, like way more than that. That was a great episode. Uh, John Cruz is a professional bass fisherman, and he's a very cool guy. I had a ton of fun uh, talking with him. Next up, bow hunting with Brian Omson. I just saw him at the gym today. <laughs> what, what a coincidence. Uh, that was a lot of fun because that was right on the time right before uh, deer hunting, and I was like, hey, uh, you know, obviously I didn't get a chance to get to all the fall opportunities, but I got to most of them. I'm like, hey, someone who, like, goes western big game hunting, like, would be great. It would be great for this because I could introduce the audience to something I'm not even familiar with, really. 
I do watch Meat Eater, so technically, <laughs> I'm an expert. Not really. <laughs> but uh, that was fun. Uh, that was an awesome episode with Brian. And, uh, you know, I thought, hey, let's let's find someone who goes hunting out west. And I'm like, hey, I know a guy, my buddy Brian. <laughs> it was fun. Then we have the Blaze Orange Army. That was a fun episode, too. Um, then we start getting into... Uh, you start getting into the ice fishing world. That was fun. I, I'm still ice fishing. You know, the early ice season was not very good for me. You know, I would love to post more content. And I believe the last thing I posted was that tiny wall I caught on my first day out. <laughs> That's funny. Um, the ice early ice season was not too good for me. I, I want to say I had something else going on between then and kind of now. Uh, that I didn't get out too much right in that early ice season. But, uh, you know, even this this kind of, we're not so quite to midwinter yet, but coming up on midwinter, I still have yet to find, like, a really good sunfish spot, which is nuts. Like, I can go find sunfish all day long, but if I, it takes me 80 fish to catch, you know, an 8-inch sunfish, which that's all we keep, 8 inch to, eight to 9 inches, um, obviously let those big ones go because I'm pretty passionate about that. But if it takes me that long to catch an 8-incher, um, I can't do that. You know, we got to eat. Um, takes about 13, 14 sunfish to feed our family kind of thing. And that's just me, my mom, and dad. So I can't imagine how many fish my dad needed when, you know, all three of our, my brothers were around. Or not, not all three of my brothers. I have two other brothers, but all three of us boys. That must have been tough. But, you know, if, if I can't, I, I really wait hoping that uh, my my home lake, I guess you'd call it, pans out because I would hate to be experimenting with all these other spots because I really enjoy that lake. It's a lot of fun. So that's kind of a, an outlook on the rest of the year. Then we have the Northern Spearing setup with uh, my brothers. That was a pretty solid episode. Then we have Dan from Northern Crack. Dan's an awesome guy. He uh, he puts out a really good product, and he is he's killing it. He's doing awesome. So... Uh, that's it. That's my year in review. Uh, didn't do anything too super crazy. Uh, I want to go through my Instagram. and We can talk about some of my highlights. One moment. <laughs> I just turned 18 a couple of days ago, and I've been serving at my second job. And it's been so fun. I've been having a lot of fun. Oh, so something I didn't talk about is uh, the virtual contest I did this uh, this spring. Caught a 20-inch molly on a local lake. That was awesome. On a topwater spook, like I said, spook catches all, baby. Spook catches all. Then we had some of that, uh, what would you call that, early summer walleyes. So they start getting out for that. Uh, you know, you go to opener, and you you find them on a super different pattern than you do in, like, the very early of summer, like the early part. Um, well, we got on some of those uh, deeper weed lines. I caught... I believe this one's 24 and a half. Yep, 24 and a half inch uh, walleye. That was pretty dang sweet. And then we went to state. I did a tournament, a walleye tournament for the first time. I got ninth place in it. And if one of our fish would not have been disqualified because it shrunk, it did shrink, guys. Uh, we would have got, what was it, fourth place maybe, third? I, I want to say it was fourth. Maybe a third. <laughs> I, I don't remember, guys. That was a long time ago now, come to think about it. Um, that's why I'm so glad we have like phones, you know, we can, we can take pictures and we can look back at, back at them years later. And, uh, I think that's something awesome about technology, to be honest with you. 
Then we have some more, um, some more early, kind of early uh, season, early season walleyes, or early summer walleyes, I should say. I went waiting for the first time. That was fun. Definitely did more of that throughout the year, and definitely will be doing that in the upcoming years. Hopefully, not hopefully. If we get another drought, oh boy, you will not catch me off of that river, baby, or creek. We would did a little pre-fishing for the first time. <laughs> Uh, for one of the SATTs, uh, I went to, uh, I posted a little throwback of me with this giant walleye when I was a little kid. The walleye wasn't really that big, but compared to me, it did look pretty big. And uh, there's another waiting picture. Great. Oh, I went to Lake Michigan. Kind of a bust, but I caught a massive lake trout. Like, I love lake trout with a passion. I caught a massive one. Pretty sweet. You know, did some more tournaments, more bass fishing. I go through a period here where all I have is bass pictures. And then I have the musky picture. And then I have another couple bass pictures. And then another musky. <laughs> I caught two muskies this year. It was awesome. I caught a 39 and a 40. I want to say it was right at 40. Dang, I, I don't have a picture of it. I'll have to find that. It makes me mad that I can't remember some of this stuff. Because normally I can. I don't know what's up with me today. And then we have deer hunting. It's funny, I was posting on Sunday morning, so the last, last day of um, our firearm season down where we hunt, and I, was, I posted it at, I don't know, 8, I want to say 8-ish in the morning, and I said, uh, sometimes it's more about, <laughs> sorry, I said, sometimes it's about more than just the killing. Deer hunting 2021 was a success. And then about an hour later, I shot my biggest buck. <laughs> and I posted that. And I should have said, I should have said, contrary to my last post, sometimes it is about the killing. <laughs> that was an awesome fish. And then we have uh, the early ice walleyes. Oh, I, I I lied earlier. I have a picture of me. I must have been two years old in that one holding a fish my dad caught. <laughs> That's awesome. In the boat. You guys got to check those out. But um that's a year in review for me, I guess. You know, I always say week in review, but now it's a year. Crazy to think about. Uh, this year went by fast, and I know all the the grown-ups, I put that in air quotes, uh, talk about how t fast time really does fly, and as I've gotten older, it sure has, and I hope it doesn't get any faster than this, but I, sh I probably will, to be honest with you. Uh, loving life, living it to the fullest, and, you know, not going to stop till. I'm not going to stop. That's what makes me happy. So, you know, definitely not going to stop. I was going to say not going to stop till what, but I'm not stopping. This is uh, this is my thing. I love this podcast. I love all you guys, all my listeners. Um, 1,515 times, guys. Nuts. That is insane. Um, can't thank you guys enough. It, it really does mean a lot. Uh, but I'm going to keep making content for you guys. Keep making content for his gram keep feeling my need to go out fishing and hunting and love the great outdoors which god has gifted us and you don't have to share that opinion with me i'm a i'm a catholic i've been a catholic my whole life and i love the outdoors because it's part of god's creation and that's just you know my take on it you guys don't have to agree like i said but uh i feel like that's part of the reason why it makes me so happy and uh yeah that's about it i want to i want to say that kind of sums up my my uh year totally when it comes to the outdoors and fishing and hunting that is a 
crazy to reflect back on on that, to be honest with you. So, with that being said, thank you for guys for listening. And I'll be sure to catch you guys in the upcoming episode. Not 100% sure what I'm going to do or which episode is going to come first. I do have a couple lined up. We're going to get those taken care of as soon as I can uh, physically record a full episode without having a coughing spasm, which I had a couple in this one that you probably won't hear. But, yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you guys look forward to the next one. Keep telling your friends about the podcast. Keep supporting me. I do have apparel up on my Instagram. Uh, it is open for the next two days. So make sure you guys go get yourself, guys, <laughs> my goodness, make sure you guys go get yourself something. And uh, we are going to get you guys some sweet apparel, Royal Sportsman Show apparel. Once again, guys, thank you for all your support. 1,515 guys. Nuts. It's nuts, guys. It's nuts. <laughs> but uh, that's all I got for this week. And uh, thank you. God bless.